0: Two losses now at home, Oklahoma and Texas, where I thought they had a chance to to win both of those games. And this one, it just came down to missing some shots. I thought they had some good looks, um, especially down low. Locken missed a few bunnies that he hits 90% of the time. Missed free throws again. Let's get to the final free throw number, because that should be the first thing that comes out of my mouth every single one of these shows. Um, and it was 14-22 of 22 in this one, 63%. Better than the 50% they've been shooting at in conference play, it seems like. But 14-22, of 22, not great. just missed that big one late in the game that would have put it down to one. Because Lukosius, here's how it ended, folks. Put this uh, this visual in your brain if you did not get a chance to see it yet. Ten seconds to go. Lukosius has it driving down the lane. Um, fouled actually hit the shot, but they call it on the floor. Double bonus hits the first missed the second. Um, Oklahoma got the rebound. They took care of business by sinking their free throws since he never really had a great shot. I will say with three seconds left, Wes Miller designed an incredible play out of bounds, ooping it to bandago from the sideline near the bench. Bandago finishes, and it gives Cincinnati another, at least, it gives them a pulse. They had a 99.9% chance of losing. So coaching, I love that there from Wes. At the end, Oklahoma, like you said, just uh, just the better team. But how about Victor Locken, man? We talked about his defense at the beginning of the year. How would he stack up in the Big 12? Could he block some shots after it felt like, you know, the Illinois-Chicago game and Eastern-Washington game, teams were having no issue getting into the paint. But, man. When the competition arose, so did Victor. He had, I believe, five blocks was the final number. Standby it was. Five blocks, five points, seven boards for Victor. Blocking!
1: God, it's so hard to... It's unbelievable that when you're at the actual game, you watch, like, the details aren't there. Like, I'm sitting there, the crowd noise going nuts. I'm trying to, like, jot down thoughts, check the box score. The amount of stuff you miss actually being at the game is incredible. Like I watch way more when I'm just sitting on my on my couch watching ESPN Plus, but um, I think Victor Lockin, you got to say he's our most consistent guy. Has he? I mean, has he even had a game under ten points this year? He consistently he'll at least give you ten. Everyone else is kind of a mixed bag of what you're really going to get. Um, and you're right, though. At the end of the day, I don't really have any complaints on how we did much at all. Um, I thought our defensive rebounding due to, and it was a lot due to the penetration that uh, McCollum and uh, whatever three had um, that our, our bigs were going for uh, blocking shots and not going on the the weak side rebound area. And they were dunking it, putting it right back up tip slams. So I don't really have a whole lot for West um, as far as like complaints or Monday, Monday morning quarterback, because we just have to make shots, man. Like you gotta make shots to win a damn game and we had Lockett's air ball when we were down like four in the corner that was brutal um, CMOS had a couple where he was literally layups under the rim but would kick it out it was it's another frustrating loss man I feel like every game I'm I, I'm pissed off you know what I mean like I, I've never like walked out of a game this year minus the, the the bullshit non-conference games where I was like you know what I'm excited like, this whole game pissed me off from
0: start to finish. Yeah, it's a, um, a grinded-out style of play. And when Cincinnati's going to be at their best, you know, they're, they're going to be holding teams under 70 points. Uh, they did that today against Oklahoma. I thought the defense was great. The offense just didn't give them a, a ton of opportunities to win this game and the rebounding, as you mentioned. But, yeah, 38% the final number for Cincinnati. A box score run through real quick. Bandago 5. Locken had five. Newman had 14 points, five rebounds. Seamus Lukosius, 17 and six. But again, five of 14 from the floor, four of 12 from deep. Dade Thomas had eight. Reynolds had six. Jizzle James, five. Josh Reed, four. Dan Skillings had one in the game. A no Odeo Guama. Um, I will say this. Odeo Guama, Rayvon Griffith, and Sage Tolentino. Three guys off the bench that have played very limited this year. Ravon Griffith hasn't even seen the floor, a red shirt. Those guys are invested, and I love it. Odie especially. I mean, we give it, I wouldn't say we give him crap on here. We just tell the truth. Like, he probably shouldn't play on this team um, unless he's desperately needed, but you have bodies in front of him. That's just the flat-out truth. But, man, he puts on a, uh, the leadership apron. He puts that on.
1: Loves no, we were shipping. we were saying that, man, um, even while we were watching the game. Like, you got to give credit to guys like Odie and, and Rayvon Griffith. I mean, he, you know, he's a four-star, highly touted recruit, and he is fully in. You know, a lot of those those kids, you know, they're dejected. They're not getting in the huddle. I mean, he's fired up. with Odie, so credit to those two and Wes Miller for – nobody's ever said that uh, players don't like Wes Miller, Right. Everyone loves that guy, and you can see it on the court. Like, they, there's no effort issue. It's we got to put the ball in the basket, fellas. You know what I mean? Or we got the Bearcat in the background. Yeah, I, um, I see. The- <laughs> he just patted me on the back. He's like, "Dude, oh, is that Chatterbox?" It's like that's hey, my favorite channel,
0: it's, it's Houdini. Houdini, I actually wanted you to walk into the presser, and unfortunately you got to do the show with me. And when I'm on a remote broadcast lugging my stuff down to the city from the suburbs of Chicago, uh, you can only do so much to get the broadcast up, and sometimes you can't hear your co-host for whatever reason for like two minutes, then he pops back in and you hear him. It's as simple as that. That's, uh, that's life right now.
1: Chuck, Chuck, can you, by chance so I can make my money back, do you have any idea what the line is for – UC women's versus West Virginia, because they're about to play, I think, in like a couple hours. They're warming up and stuff right now. I don't think you have to be
0: in pretty deep with a book to to find that line. I don't think they have it on DraftKings or anything like that. So, sorry about that. Just enjoy the game and study the offense and maybe take some ideas to bring to West. But I thought they got good looks, man. I see a light is what I'm saying. You got guys invested on the bench that aren't playing.
1: Sage Tolentino. No. I mean,
0: he's, you know, Sage Tolentino hasn't played a second of this year, red-shirted last year, and he's on the bench fired up and looks like he's happy to be there. Uh, Wes is instilling good culture. He's getting the right guys in, and they're taking teams down to the wire. I mean, do, do I want to win? Yes. Am I pissed off? Of course I'm pissed off. Am I going to go full Rick Pitino? Absolutely not. There's no frostbite in Chicago. The sun's beaming down on me. I'm going to have an excellent day. I'm going to say hey to the chat. How are we doing, chat room? What's up, everyone? Sir Boy Wonder. How are we? Oklahoma cheated. I agree. Oklahoma did cheat. Uh, Let's go with the segment that we have to bring up every Bearcats game because I freaking love our fan base. Every call, we're booing. We're booing at Fit30. Boo! That's terrible. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But you, as a former elder high school basketball starter, a team that I think lost in districts, congrats. But, anyways, a starter on that team, Houdini. Can you tell me how the refs were today overall, in your opinion?
1: I think the refs in general have not been uh, doing too many favors for UC. Even at home, I, I, I didn't think they were egregious today by any means. Um, the, the TCU game was atrocious, a crime against humanity. What we saw against TCU. Today, I, I thought there were some calls that uh, were very questionable, um, but overall, though, I, I don't think the reason we lost was was the referees. It wasn't the Zebras today, man. Uh, it's about putting the ball in the damn hoop. I think maybe the biggest sequence was Mekosha uh, missing the front end of that one-on-one, and we got the offensive end missed two threes in a row, I think. I think that was probably the biggest sequence, but no, it I'll never give refs like a over a B. These guys are probably a C, maybe a C plus.
0: They let him play a lot of times. Have you noticed that whenever Day Day Thomas takes it to the rim, and he can get there easily, like he can get within two feet of the basket, and quite frankly a lot more under control than someone like Mike Adams Woods? But he goes up, and maybe it's just he's little, but uh, there aren't many fouls called against him. Are you in agreement with some of those just play ons, or do you think he's getting hacked down there sometimes?
1: I would agree. Uh, well, usually, you know, as far as fouls are called, the, the little, the smaller guy going to the rack like that, if there's any contact, they blow the whistle. You know, it's guys like Shaq that would never get a foul call down to the paint. And Day Day, like, he did have that and one, but he rarely gets those calls. Um, and I, you got to give him credit again after his you know, six air ball layups against TCU. He actually finished a couple of these drives. Um so, I mean, Day Day played well. I, I, I can't really knock anybody's play. That, that's like the shittiest part about this. I'm like, I didn't think anybody looked bad at the rotations. I don't know what I love having Aziz lock in Josh Reed and like Newman and like Chisel James, I think, was the lineup. I don't think that's a, a recipe for successful offense at all. You're clogging the paint, none of those guys shoot the ball over. for three. I think that's something we need to look at as far as rotations and lining up guys that have skill sets that complement each other. And sometimes I think West forgets about that. So it is what it is. All right, let's
0: go around the Big Twelve. Another day in the Big Twelve happens. This is the craziest basketball conference I've ever seen. Let's start with the best game. Texas stuns Baylor on a last second shot, 75-73. Baylor was ranked number nine in the country. Texas Was in the cellar. Speaking of a team in the cellar that won West Virginia, at home defeats number three Kansas, 91-85. Texas Tech was down 15 to BYU. They come back to win 85-78. Kansas State 70, Oklahoma State 66. Iowa State holds off TCU in Fort Worth, 73-72, and Houston demolishes UCF, 57 to 42. Houdini, your overall thoughts? On the Big 12 on this Saturday.
1: Well, oh, Chuck, I uh, love my country, so I was locked in there doing the Star Sp- uh, Spangled Banner right there. So I was like, please don't ask me questions. I can't really talk right now. Um, yeah. Long story short, the Big 12 is an absolute juggernaut, man. Uh, again, we have Kansas literally in what two days. Um, yeah. The Big 12. That's what I, I love about this, though, is that we don't there's not gonna be a bad loss on uc's schedule i think that as far as the committee is concerned they take so much into that like they're like they take if you have a bad loss like us losing at oklahoma it's not going to kill us right we're not going to see that ranked number next to our name when we play kansas on monday um but at at some point as a program and as as a coach west miller you have to protect them, court, man. Like that's why we were favored by four points to start this game. You, you're supposed to win this game, and we didn't. We didn't come through. So it's kind of back to the drawing board. Like we, we got to keep trying new things. We have so much talent. Um, you got to rotate guys to so who plays better with each other. And I still think we're figuring that out. Um, and so far, you know, I, I give C plus, right?
0: Dude, I'm sorry. I I didn't listen to anything you just said. I'm sitting here laughing about the fact that during the Star Spangled Banner, and there we go, second time's the charm, Kirby. Good stuff from Nick Kirby, who does everything on a Saturday while his kids are at a birthday party. He has the free time to do whatever he wants, and he chooses to hop on a team that he doesn't even root for to help out the brand. That's what Nick Kirby does, folks. So golf clap to him. But anyway, Houdini. You're sitting there courtside, and this is his first ever game as media. So, I mean, congratulations. We've made it. Uh, Chatterbox, congratulations for getting to the point where Houdini can get on the floor for some of these games and report on the Bearcats in the realest manner we have. And we're proud of our Bearcats today. But um, the Star-Spangled Banner going off, if I would have tossed it to you there, yes, for, for future reference, Houdini, if that ever happens and you're on the floor, just don't talk. Just give me one of these.
1: I would have joined in. I would have started singing. If you ask anything, uh, no. The, the whole media thing—it's—it's it's a wild. What? What? Would, like, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, what will they allow me to do just because I have a credential? And I slowly figured out. Like, I think I could have got in the locker room. I could have sat down on Wes Miller's lap during their halftime speech. <laughs> They—if you have credentials, son, you can do anything that you want in this entire stadium. It's amazing. So I think I'm going to – at this point, I'm going to have courtside seats for the women's game because I got credentials. Um, but they – I don't know if you've been to Fifth Third with the media section. I've never obviously done this. And I go up to Will Call, they're like, oh, you got to go around the building, down like a little alleyway down the stairwell, and there's a black door. I'm like, is this a setup? Like, they're going to – like, I'm getting robbed. This whole chatterbox thing was a joke, and it was just for me to get murdered at Fifth Third Arena. No, you go down, and – I was asking the lady, I'm like, where am I supposed to go? She was like, the court's that way. And I'm right on Oklahoma's bench. And I'm like, it's this is, this is insane, man. it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm still trying to figure out. I need you with me, dude. I need you with me to tell me what I can do and what I can't do. Because I'm treading on, you know, it's icy waters out here as far as what I can do and what I can't do. But it was fun, man.
0: Yeah. So here's what we do. Um your credential the rest of the season I'll try to hop in there too see if we can get both of us but for that for that Houston game I'll try to uh, I'll do what I can I'll do what I can Chatterbox will do what they can but we're going to try to pull the string to get us both on the floor post game we won't have the tech issues but hey man 45 seconds like that before we even start the show and for those of you who listen to the podcast in the morning we once again had slight tech issues just for about 90 seconds Houdini could not hear me and I really can't see anything with the sun beaming down on me with when this game ended, um, which is a good sidebar. Cincinnati on weekends, the rest of the year play early games. Do you like the early games or are you more of a I love the night games type of guy?
1: I don't, I honestly prefer more like mid afternoon. Like I, one o'clock maybe a little early. I prefer like a four o'clock game. That's my bread and butter. Eight o'clock or nine o'clock, BYU was, I mean, come on. We saw what happened in Fort Wayne. We can't have any 10 o'clock tips anymore. I'm done with those. So, yeah, I prefer, like, a maybe a 3 or 4 o'clock tip is probably my ideal situation.
0: Good stuff. All right, this is Chatterbox Bearcats with Chuck and Houdini. Again, uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio podcast. That's – Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, whatever it may be. Subscribe to it there. Leave us a review if you like the show. We appreciate those. Helps it pop out to the algorithm. And uh, go Bearcats. They fall 69-65 today. Um, Not happy about it. Is my day ruined? Yes, it's 100% ruined. But Houdini, you had a great experience on the floor for the first time. You're officially a Big J. Congratulations. Good show. And uh, again, final words. Go Bearcats! Oklahoma beats Cincinnati. That's going to happen this season, but we got to protect our home floor. That's something that Cincinnati has to start taking care of. But, hey, you go on the road Monday, you stun Kansas, we're not even talking about Oklahoma. Beauty of the Big 12, man. Have a good day.
1: Have a good day, Houdini. Enjoy. Yeah. See you, folks. They're doing the the pregame for the women's game. It's absolute chaos in here. Maybe next time. I don't know if you guys can even hear what's in the background. It's absolute chaos. But – We'll see you Monday against Kansas, man. Hunter Dickinson, I got your number, brother.